0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 14 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, the podcast where my wife left me for Brandon, but it's okay as long as he sings with my baby tonight during my Hall of Fame induction. I can't believe we're 14 episodes in. This is craziness. Well, I can believe that we're 14 episodes in. It's I can't believe that you made it past three episodes because I was, I was convinced I was going to get a new co-host. You know, there's still a possibility that might have to happen. There's still time. Once the monetization gets in and and we start actually making money off this thing, definitely replacing you because I don't want you to get a dime.
1: Uh, Speaking of which, uh, are we moving some merch here? What's going on?
0: Yeah, hey, way to let the cat out of the bag, bro. Uh, Yeah, I sent you a link there. We got got some t-shirts. Oh, yeah. T-shirts, t-shirts and merchandise in the making. Yeah. So we got uh we got our first t-shirt out. I think I'm going to have to do a post on that on social media so look out for it. Might be a little bit of a parody of a certain man. Hint hint. The man, if you will. Uh pretty badass shirt. So <laughs> if I should say so myself. I don't know who designed it, Brandon. Do you know who designed it? I'm not sure, but like are we going to get beanies and like hoodies? Maybe like a wristband well, yeah, I'm going to make you pay for it, though. You have to buy merchandise just like everybody else. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs>
1: we don't get the hookup <laughs> on our like own podcast?
0: No, because it, why would I hook you up with anything? So I could, like, I'm not hooking it. you up. I'm not hooking you up with merch, and I'm definitely not hooking you up with beautiful coffee from our sponsors, Ethos Coffee Roasters. <laughs> you still haven't given me the coffee stuff. <laughs> so use code. Don't sleep at ethosroasters.com to get 10% off your order, and that includes free shipping on orders over $35. So go ahead and get that Red Swan Holiday Blend. Brandon's getting none.
1: I could have really used some coffee today. I was Um,
0: was falling out. Bro, if you're looking at the video version of the podcast, I can see that there's coffee behind you.
1: What? No, no, that's just an empty cup. I don't actually have it. Yeah, it's been there for a week.
0: It literally was there the last episode, so that <laughs> that tells people how much you clean that room. And so there's the bottle too that was there for like two episodes ago. So I've been
1: waiting for my coffee beans. And
0: so there's I a random guitar on coffee. your bed. There's a random guitar on your bed too. So what I what I will safely assume is that you like to serenade yourself naked to sleep. <laughs> it's
1: the only way I can sleep these days, man. And then I got to have the uh, pink noise on, on the YouTube running.
0: It's bad. Oh, and you wonder why I want to replace you anyway. <laughs> so wait,
1: do I need to promote any merch? Like a camera sort of thing. Oh yeah, and definitely. Shirt.
0: If I'm getting you a shirt, if we're, if we're getting you a shirt, we're definitely going to have you promoted on air. Dude, we're definitely we need... going to have some shirts made of you specifically too. Yeah.
1: We got to do the whole Cena thing, bro. We just got a whole outfit going to different Every episode, accessories. Yeah. Right. Every episode Socks. we change
0: colors. Yeah. And then we throw it out to the kids.
1: This is how we make money, man.
0: <laughs> the whole point of this podcast was to sell a t-shirt, Brandon.
1: All right. Let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> Dude, speaking of which, speaking of making things happen, what do you think about Raw, man? Did you even see Raw? Uh, I caught
1: up a uh, little bits and pieces here, which
0: raw is the greatest show in the history of television. At That's this right. point, I'm just going to say it to piss off certain people who do reviews every week. <laughs> and for some reason, like all his reviews, I mean, may, maybe he just wants me to watch it because all he does is mention us on his social media and on his, on his actual reviews. So I'm like, man, this, this guy's got a crush on us. And I'm I'm okay with it. I like it too, man. <laughs> Send so, us some merch, send us some subscribers. Send, send us some merch. we all around town because God knows you need it for your ego, bro. But anyway.
1: Wait. so Wait, do you really think this Raw was one of the best ever? No, not or at all. Just, uh, <laughs> um, no, <laughs> trying no, to save
0: face? He, <laughs> trying to save face, bro. I gotta play I gotta play my character because he make, oh, tries to make man. it seem like I think everything's so positive. Everything's I mean, positive. Did he get one over
1: on you this week? Well, I I guess the past two weeks, because I
0: think he worked, I think he worked himself into a shoot brother because, uh, you know, let's talk. I mean, the first segment was great. I I thought it was very meta, very, well, how do you say that term, Brandon? I'm not with it. Not with it. Is it meta meta? Sarah, there it is. You know, yeah. Meta.
1: I've always heard meta, but I don't know. Maybe it does. not I've
0: always heard meta, meta too. So I don't know why the hell I said meta. I'm, I'm. Freaking AC from New York is rubbing off of me. He kept and during his review, he kept saying Steph Rollins. Who the fuck is Steph Rollins? <laughs> <laughs> he was like Steph Rollins comes out and he says what the WW Universe says <laughs> that everything's trash. But uh no, uh, Seth Rollins comes out. Seth uh, Seth. Uh. There, there we go. Just so he so he can learn from this podcast because God knows he's listening. Um, Seth Rollins comes out and basically says what the WWE universe has been saying. Ross sucked the past couple of weeks. So we get a tongue in cheek slash kayfabe explanation, basically Baron Corbin taking the rap for it and saying, you know, what do you mean? Ross sucked, you know, kind of thing and saying, I don't care what you think. And, and you know, tongue in cheek again, he's almost like representing the company. Well, AC from New York, his take on this. And this is to tell you, this went over his head. He's kind of like a dumbass. He was like, uh, so Vince is mocking the fans because Baron Corbin represents Vince. So he's totally mocking the fans. He wasn't mocking the fans. It was more so that like they were, they were explaining it in kayfabe, a real life situation. What do you think Vince McMahon should just walk out and go, yeah, I know Raw sucked. And I'm going to fix it.
1: You don't think he was mocking the fans, like kind of just giving them the like, yeah, we no, know the show sucked, but whatever. It's, it's it'd, be okay. whatever it'd be different.
0: Okay, it'd be different. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, the Baron Corbin character was mocking fans, right? But we have a strong representation of us in Seth Rollins. It'd be different if it was Baron Corbin on one end and Heath Slater on the other, saying, "Yeah, us fans, you know." Like, then you'd go, "Oh wow, like that's what they think of us." But no, Seth Rollins is like the strongest babyface they have, and he was saying, "Oh, this show has sucked." So, you know, again, it was a kayfabe explanation of what's been going on. It was WWE basically without, you know, breaking the fourth wall saying, "We acknowledge you fans. We 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 hear you. We hear what's going on and let's make it better." Now, let's also talk Raw drew one of the lowest ratings in the history. It's okay. WWE's fault, man. Yeah, I'm going to tell uh, you right now. Historic low. <laughs> historic low. And again, people are very short-sighted. You know who I'm talking about. They think that reflects how bad the episode was. This was not a bad episode of Raw, especially in comparison to the past uh, two weeks before. Uh, it, this was more so, you know, what, what's the saying? Fool me once. Shame on. I sound like George W. Bush. Fool me twice. <laughs> you forgive you don't forgive. Can't, can't <laughs> fool me again.
1: There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas. Probably in Tennessee that says, "Fool me once, shame on. Shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again." Dude, Bush was a genius. By the way, I, I think he was acting <laughs> that whole time. He was doing that crap on purpose. There was Dude, no way. I love,
0: the funny part, you know, uh, without going into politics, like I, I didn't really like George W. Bush back then, but like I love him now. You, like, did you see him giving Michelle Obama like a piece of candy at his oh, father's God. funeral? Like just stuff two. like that was. Yeah, those two. It's just...
1: All a freaking act, man. I right. swear to God, it's all Bush work. is a freaking genius. It's, it's all a work. work,
0: man. It was all a work. Just like me and AC from New York. This is all work, guys. Not really. I hate that guy.
1: <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, my candy
0: or two. Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah, so no, we, got,
1: we got these historical numbers. It doesn't reflect. Yeah, so,
0: so going back to that, I mean, it, to me, that's that's saying that, you know, fans tuned in two weeks ago and they're like, OK, this was the worst raw in history. They tuned in the next week, say, oh, it couldn't get worse. And they had just as bad an episode, if not worse. And then they tune in. They're basically, they're not going to tune in this week because they're like, you burned me twice. I'm not tuning in this week. I'm done, at least for now. So again, I think it was indicative of the fact that they've had some horrible episodes and the fans were not wanting to give it a chance uh, this week, which is a shame because uh, I don't know about you, but I actually thought we're always good.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was all right. I, you know, what? I, I'm not pressing the panic button right now. I think this is just more people sort of know it's going to be sort of filler, you know, coasting until Rumble starts. I think everything's going to shoot back up once we
0: get around Rumble time. I agree, and uh, but the main thing, I mean, we got a TLC match. We got a TLC match on Raw. I mean, that's to tell you that WWE was like, hey guys, we're sorry. Here's a good match uh, to end the show. And it was a good match. I mean, I I thought Corbin and Seth Rollins did well.
1: Corbin Rollins, did you think they tore the house down?
0: I, I, I kind of wanted. I kind of I think they Corbin. burned it down, bro. They burned
1: it down. I was hey. kind of hoping for a swerve, man. They let Corbin uh, win the title.
0: Well, I think I think it wasn't planned. Like I said, it was more of like, a, okay, we need to give him something. Um, so they gave us a TLC match on Raw. Um, basically, I'm sorry for the past couple episodes. So um, a lot of people were saying maybe Heath Slater should have had more of an involvement. He should have been like inflicted more. And I think like, I think that's coming at TLC. I think his involvement is gonna have something like that at TLC. So this is more of just again like a just something to do for us as fans and say, all right, yeah, we're giving you a little hint, hint on TLC. All
1: right. So yeah, how what did you think of the uh, tag team matchup between you know the AOP and the Ruden Gable
0: and them getting the titles? So, so let's talk about that, man. And, and a lot of people, I don't know, like a lot of people are like, whoa, stupid. I think you've heard on this podcast, I'm not a fan of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable teaming up. But what I am a fan of, and this goes back to people who say, oh, the attitude error should come back. Uh, I'm always a fan of surprises. I don't care what it is. If you surprise me, uh, I'm a fan of it. I love feeling like I couldn't predict what was going to happen. And I didn't see them winning the tag champi- uh, championships. I didn't see that coming at all. And so when they won it, I popped. I was like, oh man, that's cool. Like I didn't, I didn't expect this makeshift team to win the tag titles. You know? But speaking, but speaking of that, the attitude era. You want the attitude era to come back, right?
1: I mean, who doesn't?
0: So I did a post on social media involving the next segment I want to talk about. And it basically is like people saying, Oh, let's get the attitude era to come back. And then we push the envelope just a little bit, people go, whoa, 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 whoa. That's offensive. <laughs> so I think everybody knows the segment I'm talking about. No, it's not Brandon pulling down his pants. I don't know. What it is, though, was the Natalia Ruby riot segment.
1: Yeah, what did you think of this? I thought, I thought it was cool. I didn't understand why everybody was
0: freaking out. I thought it was the best segment of the night. I mean, we have a situation where first of all, I I don't think I'm a Natalia fan and that's not really a knock at her. I'm just don't really, not really big fan of hers. Uh, but she came out and cut one of the best promos of her career because it was just raw emotion. No pun intended. It was raw emotion. She was channeling the death of her father and she was basically saying, you know, I'm coming for you, Ruby riot. You've made this personal and I'm coming for you. Speaking of making it personal, um, ruby wright comes out the Riot squad yeah and, ooh, that, was, that was heavy stuff man like they brought out the table and she does her promos says, oh neddy's crying and mocks her as he should but then right. when she pulls off you know the sheet covering the table and says i'm gonna and it's like a big picture of jim the anvil Nighthard on the table and says i'm gonna you know bring you closer to your father than yeah. you ever were or something i'm like
1: Oh my god! Yeah, that joke was that was good, man. Look, this I thought it was did great. some heat, man. There was, I mean, it was just sort of your standard, you know, fare now.
0: Right, and and it are you not intrigued to see yeah. that match now? Because there's literally going to be a table with Jim the Anvil Nightheart at ringside. I'm like, I want to see this match. And before, I was not invested in the feud. I, you know, and hopefully you're okay with me talking about this. But you know, your your father's no longer with us, Brandon. Right. And I'm I'm trying to think of like, you know, if me and you, let's say, we're wrestlers and we had a feud, could you imagine? Like, even if me and you were best friends, with which we're not, because I hate you. Right. But <laughs> even if we're we're best friends and we have a storyline where I'm supposed to talk trash about, you know, your late father. Yeah. You know, there's still gonna be a side of you that even if you have permission or I have permission from you, it's still a slap in the face and you can still channel from that, like. You know from your heart of of what you feel for him and like Uh. and throw that vitriol right back at me of like how dare you talk about him like that and and so that's what i I think of when i when i see something like this Natalia's drawing from a very real place you know her her father did pass away you know she was very close to him and of course it's going to be the best feud of her life right now you know and people are like well they shouldn't bring up his death who the fuck are you to say that? Because I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, I'm gonna tell you who has whose opinion matters. One, Natalia, and two, Jim D'Anvil Nighthart. And what I mean by that is he's no longer around, but I promise you, that man is so happy to one be on Raw in, in a very, you know, very compelling storyline. And two, to help further his daughter's career. Like, what father wouldn't want to help his daughter out like that? Flair so, would like, be all about it, right? Right, Flair. <laughs> like when oh, God forbid Flair passes away, I'm sure they'll use him in a storyline, and he'll, he'll love take it his because, death. yeah, <laughs> right. But you, that's what I'm getting at. It's just like that's that's who matters in this, and and if they don't have a problem doing it, you all have no reason to be offended whatsoever. And again, it goes back to what I'm saying. You know, fans are fickle. Yes, Daniel Bryan. Fans are fickled because they're asking for the Attitude Era. You give them a little dose of Attitude Era, and they're all up in arms, and they're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's too offensive, guys. Ah, stupid.
1: Where do we draw the line? I mean, do we really want... Well, TNA's crossing the line, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if if I remember back, how was how the um, you know the Champa Johnny wrestling feud? Like, didn't they get pretty Crazy person they, they
0: got personal but like there was no like deaths involved right, or right. things like that They were that was more so like them utilizing social media Champa like getting after his wife and things like that, you know, very personal in the sense but like none of this like quote-unquote line crossing like what's mm-hmm. going on here like a lot of people got up in arms too in 2013 when Do you Dude. plan this? No,
1: I don't, I don't know what's going on here. All it,
0: right. You know, I didn't. I edited it out of the last episode, but you know, the last, the reason your phone rang in the last episode was a friend had tricked you into uh, calling a masturbation yeah. hotline. Yeah, that was some rubbish. So, so I mean, all that's right. to tell you that's what your friends think of you. Yeah, and that's what you it, think of me because you don't silence your cell phone. Shut your right. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what would Elias say?
1: Elias would have hit me over the head with the guitar.
0: So speaking of which, <laughs> yes. Uh, what about his match with uh, Leo Rush,
1: bro? That was that was funny, man. I did it. Oh, well, I guess they, you know, you need sort of a filler thing to you know continue on the uh, little feud there before the actual pay per view. But, uh, well, you know
0: me, uh, I'm the biggest Bobby Lashley fan in the world, according to AC from New York. He's so easy to work, bro. It's like you say one thing, like, oh, Bobby Lashley's cool. I like him. He's like, this guy thinks Bobby Lashley's the greatest. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, hey, Raw was Raw was all right. He's like, he said Raw was the greatest Raw in the history of, of sports entertainment. Right. He's got a little Tony Giovanni in him, bro. Like, he just embellishes everything.
1: <laughs> but no, this is this was good, man, and I, I like this match. It it gave some more heat to the feud, which, which was what it needed. Um, I mean, maybe if you think it's last minute, I, it it doesn't matter. You know, it gave it a little boost, injection, something before the the pay per view, so adds a little more interest. I, I kind of like uh, what they're doing with the Heath Slater too, because um, I wasn't sure. Yeah, what they were gonna I'm intrigued, that guy.
0: So we've talked about it. Heath Slater's talented enough to make anything work. And uh, I think he's going to make this, this thing work, um, which would be great. Uh, speaking of making things work, Brandon, I think we're going to make you work uh, right now. So you, we're going to definitely have a contest, Brandon. Let's plug oh. that right now.
1: Another contest.
0: Uh, so, you were, so you were talking about uh, our merch, right? Yeah. So what I want to do, what we're going to do for Christmas time <laughs> is we're going to do a contest. And we're going to be giving out some stuff. To be announced uh, definitely one of them is going to be one of our t-shirts uh, oh, we are going to give you one of our t-shirts uh, there's gonna be official rules and uh, that'll be on social media pretty soon so we'll let you know that's coming within the week uh, also come in this week uh, we're definitely gonna get a survey up because what I want to do is an end-of-the-year awards so we're gonna have our little first Brandon Awards what should we call it Brandon <laughs> The Brown Awards. The Brown. <laughs> yeah. Our first. <laughs> we're going to have our first Thoughty Awards. <laughs> oh, Thoughty Awards. Uh, for the end of the year, with things like Superstar of the Year, uh, Black Ref of the Year, uh, things like that.
1: That's the Black fantastic. Ref
0: Award for Referee of the Year. yeah And the winner is Black, Black Ref. Ref.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh looking forward to it thought of the year uh, i'm going with uh with oscar <laughs> no
0: thoughts thought like your thoughts oh
1: i thought you meant like th oh, wow O-T. oh
0: the, the podcast name is a like kenny for your thoughts brandon keep your mind oh, out of the gutter wow okay. good job brandon
1: <laughs> wait wait <laughs> how are you gonna have thought awards i think we should do two categories
0: well, to be determined, because apparently I have to talk Brandon off the edge again after this podcast is over.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Dag, speaking of which, thoughts? How about Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey, and the Connorsqueer Kid, from <laughs> Moon, Tamina Sucker
0: holding it down? If if you don't listen to every episode of this podcast, I don't think you'd understand why Brandon keeps calling her the Connor's Cure (laughs) kid. Oh man, Uh, to be honest, besides the Nia Jax promo, I wasn't really didn't really watch the match, didn't really pay attention. But Nia Jax is hitting it out of the park with these promos because she's drawing from a place again. It goes back to the Natalia and realism thing. Nia is drawing from a place where she's like, I really don't give a shit that I you know, punched Becky Lynch in the, in the jaw and nose and broke her face. Like, (laughs) and she's drawing from that and saying, you're all don't fucking tweet me and act all stupid. Like, so she's drawing from that place.
1: It's crazy. This is almost like the best thing that could have happened to her for like exactly what I
0: was about to say. It's like, it could have, it's probably the best thing to happen for both of them because it made us want Becky Lynch. I compare it to, uh, I always compare her to snow and cold by the way, but, Uh, stone Cold in 97 when owen dropped him on his neck it almost made stone Cold more popular because we wanted to see him more and we couldn't you know and the storyline was like vince man was like oh we won't clear you the doctors won't clear you so it's like we were just clamoring for more stone Cold. same thing with becky lynch it's kind of like we're like clamoring for her because we didn't get her at survivor series or the past month so we want to see her in that same sense, you got Nia Jack kind of playing the Owen Hart role. You know, Owen Hart came in a shirt that said, "I, you know, Owen 316, I just broke your neck. You know, so there goes back to that. We talk about the attitude era. It's like just drawing genuine heat. That's right. And why not run with it? Even if Naya doesn't feel that way, even if she was crying and apologizing to Becky Lynch, why not run with it? She is drawing from a actual you know, thing that happened, right. and giving some of the best promos of her career. So I've I've actually done a 180. Not to say I ever dislike Nia Jax, but I'm like, holy crap! Like she's got something in her if she really, you know, really taps into it. That's
1: right. Yeah. Also, in the same way, we were super clamoring for uh, Hardcore Holly after he was
0: dropped in his neck by Brock Lesnar. <sighs> oh, my head hurts. What you just say? Did you just compare? Nia jacks and the becky lynch storyline to hardcore holly's broken neck yeah the one that he got because he decided to sandbag freaking brock lesnar in his rookie year and then brock Lesnar dropped him on his head uh like the jackass that he is i remember the riveting promo from the, the build-up to royal rumble 2004 brock i'm gonna break your neck it's like it's no wonder it was a one-off match and then brock went on to feud with eddie so.
1: Two future Hall of Famers, all right. Harker, Holly, Brock Lesnar. I'll give you Roberts. a hint on who's
0: going in first and then who's not going in at all. And that's not just because Brock Lesnar is going to get popped for uh, drug testing after.
1: Wait, now, what was up with that? I, wait, did he now, Did he really test positive for some junk or did they mess up something in the testing? You're talking about uh,
0: UFC 200, yeah, with with Brock, yeah. No, he he, from what I've read, he he got popped for something, and uh, they essentially took away the win from him. So I mean, yeah, he did, and then he's serving. I think he's currently serving a suspension, if not have just finished it. Uh, you know, for for that, yeah. So no, it's legit. Dang, but he's a, he's just a jacked up white boy, bro. That's what he <laughs> said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. He's Jack. Get over it, you know. That's All I'm right, saying.
0: deal with it. So, anything on Raw that you want to discuss, or should we get back, get into my favorite show from this week, which is SmackDown Live?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go. Well, unless you want to talk about the Connor kid, I think she should come out in that shirt. That's how you promote, you know, the Connor I think Ember Moon is your number one spokeswoman flash ambassador
0: I just wanted to see if I had just like kept silent and if you would have just kept that going yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: but I mean yeah we could we could definitely move on to Smackdown now.
0: <laughs> so uh, so going into Smackdown uh, I saw something announced in WWE.com, and I was like I don't know why this is happening I don't know how this is happening but holy shit, I'm excited so they announced before Smackdown went on air. Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan Don't know who pushed for that if that was a Daniel Bryan doing or what but I was like This is great. This is like one of those matches. You don't think you'd see because obviously one's a 205 live star and ones um, You know the WWE champion do you uh, before think they
1: were just trying something out just to? Well, and you know, that's what I was, the fans ask you. For the low I was
0: gonna ask you that I mean oh, right. before I get into my opinion, what do you think of this?
1: Yeah, it was it was kind of random, but it was cool. It, it worked out because you know Is you random know, Brian, a bad thing to you? Uh no, not at all. I, I like the I like being swerved and, and having random craziness happen. Um and I thought I thought this was cool, you know, you bring in Mustafa Ali. I was like, how how's this two oh five loud guy coming out here, you know, out right. of nowhere challenging Brian? And um no, it was, it was definitely a surprise. Uh Brian, of course, you know, he's just killing it. Nailed it. Like, yeah, absolutely you know nailed I mean? it. Yeah, he's and carrying and it. So. Yeah.
0: I'm loving, uh, you know, I'm loving Daniel Bryan's heel character. Um, like I said, I was afraid he was just going to turn into this, like, just not, you know, snarling heel character. But he's tapping into, like, a, a real side of himself. You know, I feel like that's the theme of this podcast. I keep saying real, like, people are tapping into real sides of themselves. But that's what made the Attitude Era so successful, guys. You know, we talk about the Attitude Era. Is it was literally guys tapping into themselves with the volume turned up. So Daniel Bryan feels everything that he's saying. You know, he is a vegan, he does care about the planet, but he's turning it up to where he's saying, not like, hey guys, you should recycle. But he's saying, the fact that you're not recycling means that you're the biggest piece of crap and the biggest hypocrite that's exists in this world. You parasites, you're fickle, you're this. You know, so again, it's just amping the volume up. I mean, it was awesome when he asked Mustafa Ali. He's like, what do you drive? And he's like, well, I drive an SUV. And he, and he just looked like he was seething. He's
1: like, I got uh, kids. I got wife.
0: Yeah, he's like, what the hell? Like, I, got, I, I need an SUV. And uh, it, it was great. But what this segment reminded me of was, and I saw it live when it happened too. So I, I don't know if you did. You tell me. Was when John Cena debuted against Kurt Angle in 2002.
1: Oh wow! Uh,
0: it, that same stare of like, you know, here's like when when John Cena came in and it was like, here's this guy just a, a relative unknown getting a chance against an Olympic gold medalist, and then you go the kid the kid hung with Kurt Angle. It's like you see something in him. So Mustafa Ali, I mean, if you've been paying attention to him on social media and the you know the random promos he'll cut and post, if you've been paying attention to his athletic ability on 205 Live. You knew he had something, but they again we don't know why it was super random. They gave him a chance in SmackDown, and I think he hit it out of the park. He made the most of his opportunity.
1: Most well, definitely, man. Yeah, I thought it was uh I thought it was a cool little segment there to open up SmackDown. And I think it just carried on to the rest of the show. So yeah, we get this we get this rap battle uh between the bar uh, and the Usos with sort of the, with the, uh, new day sort of officiating. I'm not going to
0: segment. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I I shouldn't probably have an opinion on this because I I know a lot of people are giving it rave reviews. I kind of didn't watch it. Like I kind of, I was, I was in the room. It was playing, but I kind of zoned out and I don't know why that is. I, I think maybe it didn't catch my attention. Um, i didn't expect too much from the segment i knew they would do well but i didn't expect much i i know i remember them saying something about the turnbuckle uh and cesaro's teeth getting messed up <laughs> right, and, right. and that stuff uh but no you probably got to tell me what happened but no yeah i th-
1: i thought it was cool we had a freaking uh the bar coming out you know <laughs> Looking like Doctor Thigonomics, it was awesome, and then they sort of cut this uh vanilla
0: ice. I was gonna
1: say you don't freestyle. think it was like a Run DMC vanilla, yeah, ice type yeah, thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was really cool. It was looking, like 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 the, looking like the looking
0: like the Funkosaurus, tons of funk,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh of course you know uh, the Usos are just gonna tear it up, you know, penitentiary style. They they did they did their thing they're you know? so underrated i mean oh yeah. they,
0: they had a good run but i i think they should be the top of the smackdown division they they have something i i didn't really like them i admittedly i did not like them at all when they were the colorful you know haka dancing guys hmm. they got old quick to me but once they like did this character you know that is really just an extension of themselves uh they hit it i keep saying they hit it out of the park but yeah that's definitely their their it characters you know yeah who do you think takes
1: the titles man after tlc
0: so what's the match for tlc Uh,
1: i believe it's the new day
0: while you're doing that you know one thing i did want to touch on uh we were talking about mustafa ali um mustafa ali guys i i was comparing him to john cena earlier i mean that uh dude's gonna be a star. Like, he is going to absolutely be a star in this business. And uh, I did like that they mentioned, like, Dan Bryan was like, oh, these people and their xenophobia. What I really like is the fact that Mustafa Ali has not been pigeonholed into this stereotypical heel Middle Eastern character. Um, especially with a name like Mustafa Ali. Like, WWE would have had a field day with that 15 years ago. Uh, oh, but they're giving this guy a chance. Right. Yeah. They had the Muhammad Hassan character, which was played by an Italian. That was crazy. <laughs> but um, no, but seriously, it's just like, it's so awesome to see them giving a guy a chance based on the fact that he's talented and has it. He has star making qualities, you know, star potential and not just saying, oh, well, his name is Mustafa Ali. Make him a Middle Eastern character, you know, so. Yeah, anyway, no, back, yeah, back It's going
1: to be it's going to be all 3. So, Sheamus Cesaro, the Usos and the New Day. It's a
0: normal match, right?
1: Uh yeah, it looks like
0: it. So, so Bully Ray, Bubba Ray Dudley uh tweeted out that he's really disappointed that wasn't a TLC match because they, you know, had the potential to raise the bar, no pun intended, on the Hardys, Dudleys, um and Edge of Christian, and I agree with him, uh, you know, why not do a call back to the triple tag team TLC. Missed opportunity in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that would have been cool. Maybe they're Trying to save the hardcore stuff for the main event or something. I guess It's my only guess guess why they would do something like that.
0: I Guess but you know It is what it is, but you know, it it did have potential
1: pay-per-view. Yeah, it's pay-per-view stipulation Like why not just yeah, why not just throw it out? That's kind of that's
0: kind of how I feel, too Uh, it's like they could have they could have just done it Um, and it would have been fine it wouldn't have been oversaturated. It's a TLC pay per view. Every match could be TLC and be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, what if they just did a chair match? That would, that would have been fine too.
0: Well, there is a chair match, but between uh, <laughs> Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio. Dude, what are you what are you thinking about this scene, man? i have loved it. Uh, I I love this Randy Orton, cringy Orton as we call him. I love cringy Orton and and him just doing things to mess with people and breaking fingers and and you know putting screwdrivers in people's ears and in ray's case he's stealing his mask you know so it's just uh, it, it's it's awesome and i like that on the go home episode 2 tlc ray finally got in a dose of revenge so i like that orton was doing his stuff and then like ray just cracks him in the back with a chair um not to say i wasn't invested in the feud i was But, like, that made me go, okay, I really want to see this match now because, like, Ray's starting to get some offense in this feud, too. Yeah, hopefully this is a good one. And that's a a credit to Ray Mysterio. I mean, not a lot of guys, and I speak as a short man myself, you know, I'm 5'9", so not a lot of guys who are 5'4", you know, could lay in on a 6'5", Randy Orton and look credible. Uh, Ray Mysterio is one of them. Dang. Brave
1: Mysterio, man. He's looking jacked, man. He came back. Came, he came back.
0: It. He came back looking like he really wanted to revamp his career. And the rumors are the reason he really came back was to kind of open the door for his son who's training to be a wrestler right now. Oh. And that makes sense that he would come back in the best shape of his life. You know, that, you know. that means he's passionate about the business again because he's living, you know, through his son in that sense. And why not open doors for him? You know, so I believe it. I believe it. Of course, he came back for himself too. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he just came back just to say, hey, guys, look at my boy. Right. But, you know, that's a big now, reason for it this, probably.
1: Is his son going to wrestle like a similar style or is he his getting son out of the lot thing? to do something else? Well, yeah.
0: So what's cool is is actually he's been um he's been making him train at different um uh, wrestling schools. So I think it was like 6 months ago he was making him train in uh Jay Lethal's wrestling academy oh, here wow. in Tampa. So he was learning that style from Jay Lethal. Uh I think currently he's up in uh Canada learning from Lance Storm. So, so you know, I think, I think I think you're right and I think he's been in Mexico learning lucha libre so I think it's really cool that like Ray is saying, okay, I want you to go learn from all these places and then kind of put your style together. So he's not limiting him to just Lucha libre or just American style. Um, He's basically making him a well-rounded performer. Uh, So I think, you know, assuming that, you know, he adapts well, I think the kid's got a hell of a chance, you know, and uh, he's Eddie Guerrero is his biological father too. So he's got some, some talent there. Hey, that went right over your head, didn't it? yes it did <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the storyline in 2005 where Eddie Guerrero was like Dominic I'm your puppy this is, this is his father, that's man. the kid that's the kid that's Dominic the kid who looked up and was like dad is it true is it really true like that's the
1: kid that's training that's Rey Mysterio's son they gotta they gotta find a way to bring that back up again when he uh gets to the main roster. Dude, I
0: would love it. I would love if if they brought up the fact that like Eddie Guerrero is his biological father, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> right. that would be that would be really cool to bring up in a storyline. He goes, you know, I dedicate this to my real father or something like that. <laughs> <It'd be laughs> <Yeah. awesome. laughs> they should name him Guerrero. She'd be like Dominic Guerrero when he comes in. <laughs> that should be his like copyrighted WWE name.
1: <laughs> no. Um uh... This is this is a little bit off topic, but I was kind of checking Let's out the. Uh, oh, I was checking out the the card for TLC, and I was wondering if you if uh, you think they're gonna do the Braun Baron still, or um, is that still up in the air? What, what's going on with that?
0: I don't know, and I think that's what they're trying to do. Is they they want you to just tune in on the basis like that you don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I think that. Braun's going to show up because I don't think they would go this late into the pay-per-view with a big question mark. Um, At the same time, there's a part of me that's a little paranoid and saying that maybe the reason they did the TLC on Raw was because Corbin's not going to actually wrestle at TLC, so they basically Uh, just gave away the TLC match on Raw. So again, I'm paranoid about that, Uh, so, so it's funny you bring that up. Uh, I think Braun is going to come, you know, be cleared by the event, uh, if not cleared already, of course. Um, But again, I'm just a little bit paranoid with the way they did that on Raw. But then again, I mean, Dean Ambrose, I mean, sorry, not Dean Ambrose, but uh, Seth Rollins wrestled at, you know, a TLC match, and then he has to wrestle again at TLC. So, right. But speaking of which, (laughs) you know, how do you you feel about the uh, Dean Ambrose stuff?
1: (laughs) I like his... uh... I like his coat that he's wearing. The Bane-esque coat. Yeah, like the bane coat. I kind of I like what so he's wearing. I don't think I'm anyone caught it.
0: I don't think anyone caught it, but when Seth Rollins was being interviewed backstage, you know how a couple of weeks ago he kind of passed by Dean Ambrose in the background and then walked away? I don't oh, think yeah. a lot of people caught it, but... <laughs> In this interview, all the way in the background, like I'm talking about like super tiny. was Dean Ambrose doing the same thing again? <laughs> oh,
1: that's cool. <laughs> so he, he's are always you, watching yeah, are you, are you excited about this intercontinental uh, match? Yeah, in they've my interest.
0: They've piqued my interest like i I'm, I'm really vested into that feud. so th- this is this is what I find funny is like a lot of people are like, hey, you know raw sucks this sucks everything sucks and it's like but then why are we so like vested into these feuds because so obviously they're doing something right i mean if we got a you know braun and, and baron you know their feud's good we got dean and and seth's having a good feud you know so raw's raw's not as bad as people probably make it seem we've at least advanced the storyline so um it's looking good Pay per views looking good, a solid TLC card, but uh, you know I wanted to bring something up. I- I'm actually a, a, a member of this—it's uh, re- called Real Wrestling Fans on Facebook. Okay. And uh, I'm going to read this comment to you because it kind of pissed me off. Um, um, it's a guy uh, from a guy. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, somebody posted about the TLC card and basically said, like, "Oh, it looks like a solid card." And this guy, his name is uh, Ross Ras Salam McLaren. Uh, he said, "Compare this to Wrestle Kingdom, LOL." Dot 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 dot. Uh, now, Brandon, yeah, just yeah. to fill you in, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you know, but Wrestle Kingdom is uh, New Japan's January 4th show. That's kind of like their WrestleMania, yeah, if you will. It's like their big show. I've, I've ma- actually made you watch it. I think a year or two ago. Yeah, uh, I think
1: we did. I uh, watched the one.
0: I, we definitely watched AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. I remember showing you that one. Yeah. Um, but my response to that was, I love both companies, but honestly, are you comparing a crappy TLC pay-per-view to the January 4th show? That's like me comparing, and this is one of New Japan's recent events. That's like me comparing the Fighting Spirit Unleashed event to WrestleMania. And so so this is kind of my issue with fans. It's like, yeah, okay, guys, you can like new Japan and you can like WWE at the same time. You don't have to hate one or the other or like pick sides. Um, not only that, it's like if you're going to compare, don't find convenient comparisons just to further your point. Don't, <laughs> don't say things like, Oh, TLC look at compare that to the January 4th show. It's like compare this minor league thing to this major leagues thing. So of course it's going to look great. Now, if you're comparing Wrestle Kingdom to WrestleMania, now we're talking.
1: Yeah, uh, that'll be crazy when they start. To, well, they probably won't. But if they were like go kind of head to head,
0: no, nah, they won't go head to head, and they shouldn't. I mean, uh, they're not. And that goes back to me because the they're not episode. like direct competition, exactly. In that last episode, I said that they're not direct competition, and that's not a knock on anybody. That's that they're just not. Um, but you know, I did mention Shinsuke Nakamura. And I did want to talk about him because I didn't realize how much I don't give a shit about Shinsuke Nakamura right what? now. What What about his blue on,
1: outfit that he came out in? That's, that's, that's not a knock hand on hand him.
0: Hand. That's just to tell you how lost in the shuffle he is right, right now. Like the booking on Shinsuke Nakamura. And he's the champ you know, too. He's the champ. And so people are so critical of raw booking and they give SmackDown a pass. no, Shinsuke Nakamura is the freaking United States champion, and he came out for his tag team match the other night, and I was like, oh, yeah, Shinsuke is around. That I shouldn't feel like that. I should not feel like that for the freaking United States champion, your mid-card champion on SmackDown. Do, why do you think he's lost in the shuffle, Brandon?
1: Uh, you know what? They, just, they have a lot going on on SmackDown right now, and then they don't have that extra hour to have to fill. And so... I guess it's sort of hard to use them, I guess, or to, or to feature them, uh, prominently. I think
0: but if that's the case, take the title off of them. If you're not going to use them, it's like, why, why, why do you have your mid card title on a guy that you're not going to utilize? Right. But are, are, you know, if it
1: was on Rusev, would they be utilizing it any, any more than they are now? And It's like, I feel maybe, like they're, they're so stacked kind of in the, in right. the other parts of the show that like, that that title itself is just sort of all right on the back burner until after that's a shame
0: I don't think any title should should be on the back burner at any time at any time whatsoever um just it's a shame it's a shame for the United States title and for Shinsuke Nakamura. Right.
1: Um
0: but on that sad note I did want to uh read you something Brandon uh because I don't think you're aware of this um the WWE is holding performer uh, performance center tryouts later this week. So actually, I mean, today is Wednesday. They probably have held these already. Uh, they confirmed four names as taking part. Okay? Okay. First one is Eric Spicey. Or sorry. Yeah, Eric Spicely. Uh, he's a former UFC fighter, 32 years old. Uh, the next one is Courtney Lemmings, former high school volleyball player uh, turned bodybuilder competitor. Uh, 22 years old. Uh, hopefully I pronounced this one correct. Uh, Tehuti Miles. That's a former University of Maryland football player. Uh, has gone through the tryout process before, um, but very vocal in his pursuit of, on a WWE deal. And the final confirmed one is Penelope Ford, the what? bad girl, 26 years old, regular on the Northeast independent wrestling scene, known for working alongside Joey Janela. Holy crap. You know so, what? Somebody yeah.
1: was listening to the show <laughs> and they're like, "You know what? Penelope Ford is the truth. We need to bring her over here." Spice things like, up a if bit. If this
0: random guy wearing a Booker T 5 time shirt that he stole from his friend
1: <laughs> thinks that guy knows that what he's talking Ford about, is the
0: hottest thing in wrestling, right? Something has to be up with Penelope Ford.
1: I so, mean, you know, I,
0: one of them is like about like the blonde
1: with with the big going on oh my god it's so really, they're really about it, it reduced to brandon
0: no no, but, no anyway. but i'm
1: saying that's like that's the major part of it i'm saying i'm saying they like uh, that tight
0: we we talked about this in, the, in our first episode our very first episode she has everything it takes to be a star she just Absolutely. has it from the moment you saw her you're like her and i'm talking about like all in was a historic event and yet i think the the only thing a lot of us remember and it's not just us i saw it online a lot of people said the best thing about all in was Penelope Ford. And so that says a lot. If you can basically look like a star on what's supposed to be the WrestleMania of the independent scene. So That's it's right. no coincidence. It's, or, you know, no surprise. I should say that they're looking at Penelope Ford. And so let's cross our fingers. Best of luck to her. Hopefully Dude. she gets signed.
1: Yeah. And let's hope by the time uh, Fox picks up uh, SmackDown they'll sort of jumble the rosters around. I mean, we could potentially have Alexa Bliss, Penelope Ford, um, and, oh my gosh, her name escapes me. Ah! Uh, Corey Graves. Uh, <laughs> Mandy Rose,
0: Mandy Rhodes, all in the ring <laughs> at the same time. I Mandy mean, Rose, not Rhodes. She's not She's not Dusty's kid. Sorry. This is too. my daughter, Mandy Rhodes. She's the best thing to epith this sauce bread she
1: needs she needs to go to the trials too. I'll we'll get her in there. Why why would Mandy
0: Rose go to the tryouts? She's ready with the company. Oh, she's already with uh with the E. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. What do we what do you talking about? I'm talking about Mandy Rose.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about <laughs> I was talking about Cody Rhodes's
0: wife. That's Brandy Rhodes.
1: Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. Was she was with Brandi WWE. Rhodes.
0: First of all, oh my god. She was with WWE. She right. and Cody left. What the hell is wrong with you? How yeah, you I'm these
1: saying. saying she needs to come back. She needs to get in a trial too.
0: Just her. They need to all be on the same show, man. That's I'm like... getting the hint that you're literally just saying because she's attractive, she should be on WWE. No, no, TV. No, no.
1: no. She's, she's <clears throat> legit. She's legit, man.
0: These ladies have all the tools. All right, Brandon. Maybe I should get you back on track. Maybe we should start wrapping up this episode just a little bit. So any final thoughts or anything you wanted to ask me before we finish this episode out?
1: Okay. Yeah. Two things. One, uh, what I think will probably be match with pay-per-view, uh, triple threat TLC match between Oscar Charlotte and Becky Lynch.
0: Great visual, by the way, at the end of SmackDown with Oscar reigning Supreme, um, with the kendo stick. Uh, think it was cool that they let Oscar show that side. um, You know, it's been a little bit. uh, And it it was cool to see Becky Lynch kind of get put down a little bit. You know, she's been standing tall a lot of the time. So she got put down. Um, I'm excited for that match. I think that's going to steal the show. Absolutely. I agree with you.
1: Hell yeah. And so even though I guess sort of people were thinking this, you know, uh, SmackDown was at least better than Raw or SmackDown has been better than Raw, this still sort of drew under 2 million. So, We're talking um, about
0: SmackDown now,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, SmackDown. Uh, it's that
0: time of year, too, man. Uh, yeah, so I'm not giving uh, WWE an excuse, I am absolutely not. Um, so again, because it's going to be misconstrued by some people that I'm just saying, oh, the ratings are down because it's December. Uh, that's part of it. Uh, it's mainly to do with people getting scorned on wrestling right now after the lackluster Raws for the past couple weeks. Um, But, you know, this time of year, we do see a drop in viewership just because it is that time of the year people spend time with their families, not Brandon. He spends time with his Starbucks cup behind him, his guitar and his bottle of water. Yes. The only thing you need. So, Brandon, you know, I've been speaking about him a lot and I'm, I'm kind of sick of talking about him on every episode of the podcast. So I think we need to squash this once and for all. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think about me inviting that bastard AC from New York to join us on an episode of this podcast? Oh, man. No, this
1: definitely needs to happen.
0: All right. I think. Do you think he has the balls to join us on the podcast?
1: I mean, I think he, hey, he's from New York, right? So So am I.
0: You're both from from New New York.
1: York. I feel the alpha male like rising to the top. That's, this could be the new superpowers, man, when it's all said and done.
0: You mean the mega powers? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you see what happens when you try to go into the golden era of wrestling? You say the superpowers. Well, so you combine the super friends and the, <laughs> the mega powers just now?
1: <laughs> I'm thinking like Russia, USA. I don't know what I'm thinking right now.
0: I'm all oh, okay. So you weren't thinking wrestling. You were thinking superpowers. I apologize, Brandon. No, you no. what mean. happens when you assume like people like AC from New York You just, you sound like a know-it-all asshole, which is what I did, so I apologize.
1: I was just trying to say face. No, I meant the mega powers.
0: (laughs) Or in this case, Brandon actually did say something wrong, and I assumed the best of him.
1: It's just like the Mandy Rose, uh, Penelope Cruz.
0: (laughs) Penelope Ford. Yeah. You see where I'm going with this. Yeah. But anyway, AC from New York. I don't know when probably in the next couple of weeks bro if you got the balls once you come on the podcast talk all that shit that you've been talking our reviews and say it to my face let's do it for the podcast i think the listeners deserve it they get they deserve to hear what kind of bitching and moaning that i'm talking about because god knows they're not actually tuning into your show you know, this bastard has the nerve to tell me like, oh, I got all these subscribers. He's he's losing subscribers by the hundreds every, every freaking week. And then, like, when he does his live stream, like, five people watch. You know, we have, like, not, not a lot of people following us on YouTube right now. It's growing. But at least we get a, you know, we have about the same number watching. So, you know, when you got five out of 25 watching compared to five out of 20,000, I think that says a lot. I think that says a lot about the audience that follows him on YouTube. Don't know where he's getting these people from or if they're actual subscribers at this point, but holy crap, so dude, why don't you come prove me wrong? Come talk your shit on my podcast. You are more than welcome. Brandon's rolling out the red carpet for you. He's excited to have you. I'm Brandon, maybe you should prepare some questions for the two of us because i don't I don't know oh, not be able to see straight that episode. be so yeah. pissed off. <laughs>
1: I gotta I gotta get some questions prepared. Kenny's coming in the suit. He's coming in a suit. Be, I'm be definitely wearing up. a suit. He's ready. This is a big league <laughs> podcast. We're gonna do a big league interview. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll take over his shtick his and we'll start doing live reviews after every Raw and Smackdown so that people can actually be entertained after the shows. Speaking of entertained. It's posted a, a clip of uh on our social media that's been uh been doing pretty well it's uh screaming norman smiley do you remember him
1: no what, what was that about let me, let me check uh, go out. check
0: it out go check it out on our instagram uh at kenny for your thoughts podcast and uh it's posted with a pretty funny caption uh definitely if you're not following us on social media please do at a kenny for your thoughts podcast uh we've gained like a hundred you know as much as AC from New York says, oh, you don't have a lot of subscribers or a lot of followers. We gained like 100 in the past week. So thank you so much for that, guys. Uh, So we're actually gaining people who are engaging with us and supporting us, uh, which is pretty awesome.
1: Uh, Is Lance Armstrong following us? Soon. Oh, snap.
0: Um, but a post that's ab- absolutely, blown up on our social media, um, is the one that I was talking about earlier about the bringing back the attitude era and people finding it offensive, you know, our, our most popular post to date. I mean, we're talking about the fact that we have 6,000 likes as of right now on the post, 6,000 likes right now. So holy crap. Uh, Now I know that people just want me to to vent what I feel about fickle fans. (laughs) That's what they're really looking for.
1: That's what they want, man. Maybe, Maybe AC's got it all right.
0: Okay, so here, let me try. Raw, Vince McMahon, what are you doing to your audience? You think that people want to watch this crap? They don't. Am I, how am I doing, Brandon? So far, so good? You, you SmackDown was absolute rubbish. When you got a guy like Steph Rollins on Raw, oh, by the way, on his SmackDown review, <laughs> he could not say the word irrelevant. Irrelevant. He kept trying to say it. He said it like five times, trying to make it seem like it was for a point because he's calling us irrelevant. But he kept saying it to try to correct, like correctly say it, and it was really funny. So go check out his review, guys. Get, give him a couple clicks on that one, because I want you to hear him say "irrelevant." It's funny he can't pronounce a word that he's so closely associated with.
1: Oh snap! Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing this post now, and uh, I he <laughs> this is funny. That's <laughs> an awesome thing.
0: Which one are you looking at?
1: I'm looking at the the one with uh, Stone Cold.
0: i was was actually at work when i made that dude like i was just like just like (laughs) bullshitting and uh that 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 post blew up pretty quick and uh so let me know you know that's that's what i gotta post i gotta post stuff like that and people seem to like it
1: that's right prayers for big Cass as well
0: yeah can can we talk about that um you know obviously i'm trying to grow the podcast and and you know we want we want things to be successful. But uh, the most disgusting thing I saw this weekend uh, was other podcasts, other wrestling pages, posting videos of big Cass convulsing and trying to gain followers and clicks through that. Now, admittedly I posted videos of uh, Enzo when he was in the survivor series crowd. That's one thing. But when you had a guy like when you got a, a guy like big Cass and his health is on the line, you know, He's convulsing on the floor. You're going to post that to try to get some followers? That makes me sick. Uh, The one thing I will not do, and I said it in that post, I said you know prayers for big cast, but I said the one thing I will not do is post content like that.
1: Uh, Oh man, yeah, indeed. But I do like the one of us home the sun kiss. That was was a good
0: one. (laughs) Speaking of which, man, um, are you coming over for TLC live? Potentially. So if you do, yeah. first of all, my fiance and my little girl are out of town. Oh. So we're going to have dudes night watching TLC at my house. But the, the plan is maybe to do a little live tr- stream ski on the YouTube. We're doing yeah. Live? What do you think? Maybe get some check soda. Maybe, maybe watch, watch the pay-per-view, say some comments live.
1: Yeah, we'll see how it goes, I suppose.
0: Let me translate, guys. That's Brandon's way of saying no.
1: Wow. You have so little faith in this
0: me. Is, well, this is the guy who, you know, was like, Ugh. yeah, um, I think I'm going to have to take back my PlayStation uh, <laughs> network. You know, my games don't work without going into detail on what, what it is. He, he tried to blame me for why his video games didn't work. And then uh, today I texted him, I was like, hey, did you get your stuff to work? And he's like, oh, yeah, you were right. My Ethernet cable needed to be unplugged and plugged back in. I was like, of course I was right, jackass. But then you tried to blame me like I did something. Oh, no, no. And then didn't I... even thank me when the problem was fixed.
1: No, I was just saying, just in case, like I might need to switch back, to, like just to see what was going on. Because, like, I was connected, right? And I was uh-huh. playing online. And then it's right. like, oh, couldn't authenticate games gonna like lock out in 15
0: minutes who, and i'm like told you to block? what who told you to buy playstation games on the black market <laughs> i
1: did buy on the black market i bought it through their freaking crummy store and then, like, i'm playing the game online so it's like i'm online i don't i have no idea what's going on and then i like and you
0: rage into- quits <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: So, like, I get off, I go to get on it the next day, I go get in a few games, and it's, like, it's locked, and it won't let me play. I was like, what, what, what is this? And so it's like, you need to make this your primary, you know, PlayStation, and I was just like, all right, hold on, let me see what's going on. Maybe some going down. And then, but Kenny was right. like, so, oh, so you he probably need to unplug it, or you need to, yeah, like, check your internet. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? Like, it's it's saying I'm connected.
0: Right. Oh, and man. how right I was. Oh man. Dude, and I tell you that not because to insult you, Brandon. You're a techie. I'm a techie. I don't say that to insult you. I'm like, I've had this problem before. Why don't you listen to somebody who went through the problem and fixed it? But you're so damn ignorant. <laughs> or a you want to be The
1: a simple you're like, fix. The
0: simple path. You're like, it can't be that. It I thought they were well. I
1: thought they were trying to rob me of uh, my games, bro. It's like I just pay for this nonsense. Okay, I got a lot live me on air, bro. Come on, thank me on air. You know, I gotta thank you, man, for
0: letting You're me welcome. know what's up. You're gonna play me a song naked on your bed?
1: Uh maybe when the cameras are off.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that, guys, I think we should go home <laughs> quickly because I'm excited. We should go home on the big league podcast. Why do we even call it the big league podcast anymore? But by, by the way, because we don't even say that joke anymore. Hey, I mean we we could. I, I mean, mean, we, we want did. people to shake our hands. That's they right. They don't they shouldn't be big leaguing us because we're gaining traction in the podcast world. But that doesn't mean that people should be big leaguing us, bro. Will you shake AC's hand? Question. I will not, I will not shake AC's hand. I'm gonna big league that dude. We will see. I'm diggly, you know, Time will tell. I don't, I don't have respect for him, bro. I'll have a little bit of respect for him if he answers my invitation and RSVPs to an episode of the podcast. So I will let you guys know if he agrees to that. Because obviously he's going to be listening to this podcast. We're so irrelevant that he pays attention to all our stuff.
1: Yeah, hey, we're glad somebody's paying attention.
0: All right, guys. I guess that's a good note to go out on. Not really. <laughs> but guys, did want to thank you for listening to episode 14 of a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. A podcast where Brandon wears the same shirt every week, the five time booker T-shirt. Please listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, check out our episodes. Uh, video versions of our episodes, I should say, Sundays at 6 p.m. This week, or this will air at 5.45 p.m. That way it ends in time for WWTLC. And hopefully we do a live stream, so I'll let you know as soon as I know about that. Thanks for listening, guys. Brandon, take off your clothes.
1: No confidence vote for Theresa May. Can you follow your thoughts?